Thursday. Today is February the 22nd, and you're listening to My Farm. Well, this week we've been celebrating National FFA Week all across the country. Today we're going to visit with Ohio's own Morgan Anderson. She is a National FFA Eastern Region Vice President, and she gives us a little bit of an update on what she's been doing as a Vice President and thoughts of National FFA Week. We'll have that and more after this message from our sponsor. Sponsored by Seed Consultants. Simply the best value in the seed industry. Learn more at seedconsultants.com. Each year, FFA chapters around the country celebrate National FFA Week. This week, it's the week of February 17th through the 24th. And today, we catch up with Ohio's own Morgan Anderson, National FFA Eastern Region Vice President, for an update. Hey, Ohio FFA. It's Morgan Anderson, the National FFA Eastern Region Vice President. I just got back from spending 10 days in Japan for my international immersion experience with my national officer team. While we were there, we did quite literally a little bit of everything from farm tours to sightseeing. We even visited two local high schools and met their FFJ chapters, which FFJ is a sister organization of FFA. So formally, it's called the Future Farmers of Japan. And it was so eye-opening to see students halfway around the world doing the same concepts of work-based learning, career technical education, and trying to work for a better future in agriculture. I think that's an experience I'm honestly never going to forget. I loved it so much. But now as we look ahead, we are entering National FFA Week, and I am so excited. So what am I going to be doing? I'm going to be traveling to Iowa and Colorado to just celebrate with students one of the best weeks out of the year. I'm going to be going to a gala while I'm in Iowa for on behalf of their foundation. I'm going to hang out in some Colorado classrooms, everything in between while I'm there, and I am stoked. But for Ohio FFA, I want to wish you happy National FFA Week. This is a week of celebration. It's a time of reflection. It's a time of getting pumped for what's to come. So I encourage you, Ohio FFA, engage. Engage in tradition, engage in progress, engage in something new, and encourage others to do the same. How lucky are we that we get to spend one entire week to celebrate something so special? It's the best week of the year, and I am so excited that I get to join you in this celebration. Happy National FFA Week, Ohio FFA. Again, that update from Ohio's own Morgan Anderson, National FFA Eastern Region Vice President. Taking a quick look at some other agricultural headlines, the big news a week ago was that the EPA had vacated the registrations for three dicamba products labeled for over-the-top application in soybean, that being Extendamax from Bayer and Genia from BASF and Tavium from Syngenta. Well, that has been changed. This past Wednesday, the EPA issued an existing stocks order for over-the-top dicamba formulations that outlined how farmers can still use the products this season. The BASF, Bayer, and Syngenta are still prohibited from selling or distributing the -the over-the-top dicamba products, but farmers and custom applicators and retailers who are in possession of these products may still use and sell the -the over-the-top dicamba until the relevant end-of-use dates in the respective states, that being May 31st and June 30th here in Ohio. Stay tuned. We'll be back with more after this message from our sponsor. Williamson Crop Insurance, home of Decision Max. Decision Max allows you a simple solution to analyze your operation and make informed marketing and crop insurance decisions to mitigate your risks. 
Manage your whole operation in one place with the ability to blend counties, marketing, and insurance coverage to give a complete overview of your operation. Williamson Crop Insurance, protecting the eastern Corn Belt since 1980. Learn more at cropcoverage.com. Thanks, Joe. We're going to change directions now as a USDA program with an unusual name supports states and territories in their plant, pest, and disease prevention efforts, including recent project funding awards. USDA's Rod Bain has more. Investments in plant, pest, and disease protection, as announced recently by Agriculture Undersecretary for Marketing and Regulatory Programs Jenny Moffitt to the recipients of this funding states and territories, and the agriculture directors and commissioners that serve them. We're announcing $70 million for 374 projects in all 50 states. Plus the District of Columbia, Guam, the Northern Mariana Islands, and Puerto Rico. The explanation of what is known as the Plant Protection Act's Section 7721 program is provided courtesy of Samantha Simon of the Animal and Plant Health Inspection Service. It grants USDA the authority to provide funding to strengthen our nation's infrastructure for pest surveillance, detection, identification, and threat mitigation. It also safeguards the nursery production system and respond to plant pest emergencies. The program is a creation of the 2008 Farm Bill and contains two distinct entities. It established the Plant Pest and Disease Management and Disaster Prevention Program and the National Clean Plant Network Funding Program. So those two programs together, we just call Plant Protection Act Section 7721 or PPA 7721 for short. So regarding the breakdown of recent PPA Section 7721 funding, USDA is providing $62.97 million in funding to support 353 projects under the Plant Pest and Disease Management and Disaster Prevention Program. We're also providing $7.75 million to support 21 projects under the National Clean Plant Network. Undersecretary Moffitt explains the gamut of project types and protection methods funded under this program. This is about prevention of plant pests and diseases. This is about trapping. This is about investment in detector dog teams. This is about making sure that we're doing surveillance and we've got the infrastructure in place for pest detection. And she acknowledges the support is needed for state-specific efforts to address various plant pest and disease threats. I've been able to visit Ohio and to meet with our team that's working on box tree moth. I was able to go to Pennsylvania to see the work that's happening on spotted lanternfly. Unfortunately, there's no shortage of challenges, and so this funding is really important. Again, a lot of these projects are in partnerships with state departments of agriculture. They're in partnership with universities and researchers. They're in partnership with the folks on the ground who are really doing the hard work. I'm Rod Bain reporting for the U.S. Department of Agriculture in Washington, D.C. Thanks, Rod. That's what's making agricultural news on my farm. For my 102.7 WMYW, I'm Dusty Sonnenberg. You have a great day.